The following was recorded during the COVID-19 pandemic through Zoom meetings in accordance with local health guidelines. Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Dr. Greg Linville. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're back for another podcast. CSRM podcast, and as you can tell, we're not in our studios yet. It's still COVID, but we are socially distanced digitally, but we're united in our hearts. And and we introduced Dan last time. If you missed that, go back, pick it up. And he's been hired as the new executive director for CSRM. He's in a co-position with our current executive director, David Waddell, through the end of uh, August or September of 2021 and then he will assume the role as the executive director and he is with us today talking about his own experience as a sports minister and as a senior pastor of churches that has had sports ministry with a particular slant right now with his role with CSRM to help churches that may not quite be the size may not quite have the facility or the budget etc etc it's it's what then you call the Small Church Initiative. Explain that a little bit to us. Correct. Um, well, I'm excited to be with you guys again. Um, when I was hired um, by CSRM uh, late last year, um, uh, David Waddell uh, had a vision uh, to be able to help churches that are kind of under that pre-COVID uh, number of, of 250. Um, and so we just wanted to be able to uh, provide resources, uh, consultation, make connections with churches that um, maybe sometimes are a bit overlooked in conferences and things like that. Um, you know, so often it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it just kind of happens so often. You know, we we see um, mega churches uh, that have a bunch of staff, a bunch of resources kind of leading the way. And things are kind of just geared more towards that mindset. And it can it can be easy to feel intimidated to kind of just feel like, well, I can't do that because I don't have that sort of budget. I'm wearing 10 different hats in ministry. And I, I know that sport rec and fitness could be a great outreach. I don't know how to get there. And so CSRM, we just want to serve those churches and say, hey, we're, we're here for you. Uh, everyone on our staff has experience with the local church. That's our heartbeat. We want to equip you. And so for the past year, we've just been sending things out in our newsletters, making some contacts, uh, providing some consultation. Greg, I think both you and I have had a few uh phone conversations with people that kind of fit that category. And, uh, you know, some of our Tuesday talks and things like that as well. We just want to make sure that um, if that's you or you know of a church or even a, a, a parachurch that is small and starting out, uh, we just want to help uh, just provide our expertise, um, our failures, our successes, and, and point you in the right direction because CSRM is a wealth of resources that um, that can really help people to get off the ground. And, and the real the real hope 
that we have and the real experience that we can relate with is that some of these churches that have smaller numbers or they don't have quite the large facility, they look at, at some of our other churches, sometimes where we hold our conferences, and they'll say, oh, we could never do that. I mean, we just don't have that. And, and what we're trying to do, I think, you can speak to it more uh, authoritatively than I, but we're trying to help churches like that not try to be something that they're not, but rather find that niche that they can be. Almost any church, 25 people, can get together a softball team. Yep. Almost any church of 25 people can put together a, a co-ed low impact volleyball league or a golf league or a bowling league. There, there are some things, you don't have to go way out there. Just start small, speak speak to that. Am I, am I on target at all? I, I think you're entirely on target. And we fall into this trap in, in ministry where we compare ourselves, and it's it's even something with our own ego and pride we struggle with. We compare ourselves with, with other people in ministry, but God has a unique niche and role for us individually as ministers of the gospel, but also our churches and our communities. And my heart has always been, because I've been there, um, as I shared during our last podcast, I've been at churches of various sizes from, from small uh, all the way up through mega church, and so I understand when you're wearing a bunch of different hats and you've got a great vision, utilizing sports and rec and fitness. But it's okay for you to just be who God has called you to be. Uh, for example, you know, I I, I just shared that same um, uh, you know wisdom with somebody that I was consulting with because they have a vision for this type of ministry. And the, the idea of partnerships is what we kind of focused on. Like, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. And there's already things that you can partner with. And many times those are city leagues, too, where you can be a light in the midst of darkness. And so I just had a conversation a few weeks ago with someone who's doing just that. And they were part of a fall softball league. And they talked about how uh, the team that they were playing in the city league, you know, there was a big tub of beer that they walked past. And so I said, what a great opportunity for you guys to be different and for you guys to kind of share, uh, share Christ and um, to, to be light in that, in that darkness. And through that partnership with that city league, um, they're seeing people uh, from their church invite uh, people who are non-Christians to be on their team. And so there's opportunities just for you to partner with things that are already happening I can remember, and Greg, you'll know this well, uh, at the church I was serving at um, in Canton, Ohio, um, it, it was a large church, but there was another large church in the area as well that had a thriving sports ministry. And I remember just saying, well, we, we don't need to try to compete with them because, uh, for, for, uh, for, for example, with their basketball program, because their basketball program is phenomenal. And they had a um, they have a, a basketball court with a, a wooden floor. We had a small gym with a carpet floor. And so I remember working with some key leaders saying, what can we do that's a little bit different, both in timing of when they're not doing their leagues, but also just a different feel. And so years ago, uh, when those throwback jerseys kind of came back in style in the early 2000s, we had what was called a, a, a throwback league. And our jerseys kind of looked like that. Um, for our opening night, um, 
we encouraged our, our basketball players to dress like uh, players from the 80s. And so some of the guys had the big Afro wigs and stuff like that. We just, we just had fun with it. Oh, and it cool. was just, yeah, it was just different uh, to where it didn't feel like we were trying to compete with something that was already working well. Uh, and some of those kids came from that league and they still wanted to play. And so we had that opportunity. And so my encouragement there is just, just dream, uh, lean into what the Holy spirit has put on your heart, um, have open conversations with people within your area, leagues, churches that are already doing things. See if you can partner and see what you can do when they're not doing something. You know, as you already mentioned, Greg, everybody has a, a fellowship hall or room or classroom, a place where you worship. Um, you know, you can move some pews out of the way. You can do some Zumba classes. Um, there's so much online now too. Um, you know, because people have have gone to to Zoom and they put their resources out there. You know, I think about uh, Debbie Brown, uh, one of our staff members, and things that she's done with her church. I'm sure there's things through CSRM that we could point you to to start something. Start with who you have and what you have. We just want to help you. I think it'll come up on the screen here if you're watching and if you're not uh, watching, you might in your listening, you're on your way, you're commuting to work. We hope you're not watching while you're driving your car, but you <laughs> might go back and watch this because I think upon a, what will come up on the screen are, are some of the points now that we're making. And that, Dan, is that we recommend in CSRM that people when they're envisioning a new ministry, that they ask these questions. The number one is, do, does this fit the vision and mission of the church? Yes. If, if it, and typically that vision is to reach somebody for Jesus or to, you can fill in the blank there. Uh, and so if it's, if it's not going to help do that, then we say, why are you doing it anyway? Right. Comment on that first point. Yeah. I mean, if you, you, you don't want to force it, especially if you're not leading that church, if you're not one of the elders, if you're not the, the lead pastor, but you have this vision and it just doesn't fit, they're not getting it, um, then we don't want to force it um, because that then, then you'll be working against the vision that God has for that church. But if it does fit, and I think most churches want to have some form of outreach to their community, mm-hmm. as, as we should. You know, we're told in the scriptures that we are to go and make disciples, and I can't think of a better tool than sports, rec, and fitness, uh, but it, it just cannot be forced. And so that's you got you got to ask the right questions for sure. So point one is, does this fulfill the call of the church, the vision of the church? And then you start to move into the mission. And the second part of this is, do you have leadership for it? Yeah. And if you don't have leadership for it, then you're probably not going to be able to do it. Comments on that. Yeah, and that's definitely where I'm at right now. Um, I see it as a, a vision of ours. It's one of our core values, that, that core value of health. And I've had a few promising conversations, but just not quite there yet where someone can take this and run with it or where I can help train them up. Um, I've, I think of a church I served at in Florida and Greg, I think you, you visited there too. We had someone who's very interested and we were doing some things and doing them well. We just couldn't quite get to that next level uh, of leadership to the point where that ministry could really take off. And so if you are in leadership and you like to see this happen, but you're not the person to make it happen, we, we have to pray and pray hard for that person. And when we start to see that that being birthed within someone, we have to pour into them. 
you know, we have to spend time with them, see and, and hear their, their vision, see how it fits the overall vision of, of the church. But it, the plan's only going to go as far as we have leadership to carry it through. And if we don't have that leadership, like most things, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And, and so this leadership, they have to have a passion. They have to be loyal to the church, to the congregation. They, they have to have a lot of those things but they don't have to be perfect coaches or perfect outreach ministers. That stuff can be developed, but they have to have in some ways a perfect heart that they're willing to go with this. And, and then the third question that'll pop up on the screen for you is, is the whole question about how do I finance it? Okay. So it fits our vision. Yes to that. We've got some strong leadership. Yes to that. But then how do we fund it? And there's some different ways to fund it that would include, participation fees of people in your leagues, a mission budget out of your church, comments about how do we go about funding? Yeah, this. and I, I've seen it done a few different ways. Um, I've been blessed to, to just be a part of an overall church budget for, for sports rec and, and fitness, and that certainly helps. Um, I can tell you that certainly frees up a lot of people to, to do ministry. Uh, since our focus here is smaller churches, uh, that may be more difficult. But just like you said, through league fees and things like that, I think that's a that's a starting point. And so as you develop your league fees, you work in, you know, uh, ways to pay your referees. Uh, if you have concessions, that's always a way at, at the last church I served, you know, that we kind of poured back into the sports ministry uh, because of that, which allowed us to keep our prices low uh, for, for registration. Uh, and we had a staff person who was doing a few different roles. Uh, that's another way to kind of ha handle that for your budget. If you have a youth minister who has a heart for this, um, and like Greg said, maybe um, doesn't necessarily have uh, a lot of skills in terms of coaching, but has a heart to reach people, well, maybe you, you lean into that and you add that role uh, for them and they're already on staff, right? And so you don't have to handle that that way. So I would just, I, I would encourage anyone thinking about this to, um, just again, pray about budget, think through your budget. If you have a missions budget, maybe you can kind of reimagine a portion of that. Like this is going towards people being a missionary right in your own backyard. And that, that speaks volumes to your community to know that you are willing to put money towards something that will actually serve a purpose and reach them as well. So that, let's uh, hover a little bit on these last two points, leadership and finance, because to me, these are the most important parts of it. There's some other things we and we'll get to, but on leadership within CSRM, we, we talk about the laborers list. Matthew 9, 38, the harvest is right, pray for the laborers. And that we encourage people, okay, you're going to do a league and you need 10 coaches. So put 12 or 15 spots on that sheet of paper and have those names there. Now we recommend that you pray about them for 40 days. And there's nothing magical about that, but there does seem to be a lot of forties in the Bible that has to do with praying and seeking God. Uh, and then you, you, you send a letter out to them, email or a, a snail mail. And you say, how about joining us on this? And I'm going to follow up with a phone call or a zoom call or something or uh, I'm going to take you out for coffee and fill in some blanks there, Dan, about that laborers list and how do you actually go about recruiting? Yeah, I, I think 
you know, after those letters are sent, Greg, which I think is a great strategy, nothing beats a face-to-face. And so I know that's a challenge right now, uh, but a phone call, a Zoom call, a FaceTime, whatever platform when you can see someone and look them in the eye so they see your heart. Uh, because again, we, we cannot move forward without leadership in place to carry out that, that vision. And so I think having a strategy beginning with prayer and Greg, I'm so thankful that you, you mentioned that. We, I think we, we tend to, if you're anything like me, you start running a bit too fast without bathing something in prayer. And uh, without prayer, there's, there's really limited power. Uh, but with prayer, we have, we have access to tons of power and, and we, we want to just lean into what God is already blessing. And a lot of times when we are praying about something, um, God, God, God will bless that. Um, and so praying and uh, having that face-to-face conversation or phone call, some sort of way to not make it too passive. I think if anything that's um, concerning me the most going forward for churches and ministry and sports rec and fit and fitness ministries is no different. Uh, we've, we're challenged right now with a lot of passive people in our congregation. Um, I was at a seminar recently and it was a, a pastor at a, a a mega church and he said you know we're not we're not meeting it in person and he said i don't know if i have a congregation to go back to because we've done so much online and it's 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 necessary and certainly god has been using it but we've created a uh, an even more passive culture uh within our churches and so nothing beats that hey would you help or, or would you pray about this? Or I see this in you. Um, I see this as a, a great opportunity for you to be used by God to help carry out this vision. I want to recommend a great resource. Um, and, I, and I know that CSRM has some great resources on this as well. We'd be happy to talk to you. But I read this last year, and I think there's there's a lot of great uh, things that can be applied to any ministry. It's called Hero Maker uh, by Dave Ferguson. And it's all about having these kinds of, of conversations, the, the I see in you conversation. Like, I see this in you. You could be a coach. You could help direct this league. Um, and really, that's no different than coaching, right? I think through there were times in my life where there were coaches who pulled something out of me that I didn't know that I had or my confidence was low in. And when coaches say you belong or I see this in you or you can do this uh, or they push you to go pass a certain threshold, it certainly helps. And I think the same thing can be true as we recruit people to be a part of our sports ministries. We just got to, we got to pull it out of them. Well, you're, you're talking my language anyway, because uh, a lot of my background denominationally has been with the evangelical friends and we say only God can ordain, mm, Yeah, but humankind can record that ordination. And that's what you're saying, tapping them on the shoulder and say, I see God's ordination in yes. your life. And for the small church, that, that that maybe smaller leadership pool, sometimes the leadership is pool is small because the people say, I can't lead worship or singing, or I can't teach a Sunday school class. But particularly men want to be active. And if you say, but I think you could coach. I think you could referee. I think you could... And, and that way, we we're tapping them on the shoulder say, I think God's ordained you for this position, and we want to record that. 
I think there's a lot that we can do with that. I want to move quickly. We just have another minute or two, but segue to where we're going next. And that's that finance. And the, the last session that you and I did, uh, a podcast ago, we talked about having a, uh, a snack bar, cafe, and that that would be one way to help fund the sports and rec and fitness. And, and, and Dan, we'll, we'll come back to this on our next one. But I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wrap this one up with, in funding this. Fundamentally, a congregation has to decide: Are we going to, are we going to fund this, in the country club model, mm. or the mission driven model? Now, what I, what do we mean by that in CSRM? The country club is that, you pay a membership fee, and you pay a participation fee, and everything, is all the budget comes out of that whereas the mission orientation is that every church almost every church that you and i know of they're raising money for missions but most of that money goes overseas someplace you know to those needy heathen kind of folk well you know what i was a needy heathen mm -hmm. in in america yeah. and had it not been for a church that saw me as a mission field, I may have never come to Christ. And I and what we're trying to do within CSRM is help churches adjust their mission budget to say some of this mission is local. Not all of it, but in fact, the more local mission that we successfully effectively do, the more people that come to Christ, the more people who become tithers and givers yes. and the long-term impact is mission and funds for overseas if that's the goal but i want you to think about that a little bit and and how we approach financing this and we'll pick it up in our next segment we appreciate everybody joining us for this one again with dan stoper and we're talking about the small or underserved under uh, facilitated church if you will and we're going to pick it up from there next time. Thanks, Dan, for being with us. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. CSRM's podcasts are a resource provided by the Association of Church Sports and Recreation Ministries and its production house, Overwhelming Victory Flicks. This episode was produced by Dr. Greg Linville and edited by Andrew Fouts. For more information about CSRM, visit csrm.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. For CSRM Podcasts, I'm Mike Maloney. 
Have a blessed day.